coming up next on Glow in the Dark. The hack is that keeping account of a body count serves no one. That life hack's got to be on sale. Like, that's got to be in the bargain bin. Like, <laughs> why is that life hack still around? But I don't okay. know, but people are okay. still talking about it. At the end of the day, if you do believe in monogamy and you plan on being on a long-term relationship, mm-hmm. it's really important to <laughs> <laughs> have some experience. To know what you're doing. Yeah, you want to talk about bringing shit to the table. What yeah, you bring I mean, it to the bed? So... <laughs> Hey, hey, welcome to Glow in the Dark, a well-being podcast for embracing both our lights and our shadows. I'm Tracy, and I've had the honor of experiencing 20 years of beautiful friendship with my co-host. Girdly, what's up, y'all? What Tracy said is accurate. Our friendship works mainly because we have an insatiable appetite for convos that are curious, illuminating, and spicy. Mm-hmm. The kind that unpacks the deeper messages within this human experience. We're hella grateful you're here. Hey, listeners. Hi, y'all. Hey, God. (laughs) Hey, Girdly. Hey, Tracy. Hey, nephew. (laughs) (laughs) And anyone who is listening to this podcast on, say, um, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and you're like, hmm, Hmm. why didn't Tracy's nephew say anything? That's because he is still an extraterrestrial being who is living, breathing, thriving, teaching within the womb Mm -hmm. of Girdley. Yes, and interpretive dancing as well. (laughs) (laughs) Interpretive dancing. Oh my goodness, we have ourselves a star. Welcome to the Glow in the Dark podcast. This is for people of many layers who enjoy their conversations, uh, curious, illuminating, and spicy. I'm Tracy. You already heard the voice of my boo, Girdley. And we're very excited about today for numerous reasons. But before we get into the heart of the conversation, these life hacks, I wanted to start Girdley. And if you're new here, I very oftentimes affectionately call Girdley Burger. Mm -hmm. And we already know that burgers come with the bun. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my nephew's nickname, which once he pops out here in full flesh form, I think I'm still going to (laughs) continue. <laughs> to hit him with that. I don't know. I think it's really, really cute. It's very good. Yeah. But anyways, when I had a therapy session recently, yeah. I really loved the way my boo Ebony opened up the session mm-hmm. and she wanted me to acknowledge something mm-hmm. about myself. So I was like, ooh, let me take that, put it in my back pocket and use it to start this podcast. Mm-hmm. And so you go first, Burger. Okay. <laughs> you want to finish your intro or? I'm done with my intro. What are you talking? All right. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about truths that no longer serve us. Yes. No, but what do you want to acknowledge about yourself? Oh, that's what that is. Yes. It's like another <laughs> bite sized form of like gratitude. You know what? Let me set the tone by offering I asked an example. You to finish the intro. I did. Uh, oh, that's what you meant. Okay, okay. I was thinking more formal. You're right. We're still in the informal part. Okay. <laughs> was that a mini snort that just pulled up? It was. I really appreciate it. Was that you or was, was that my nephew? I think it was both of us. <laughs> I knew I loved that guy, man. Welcome to the snort fam. Okay. So my answer was what I acknowledge about myself is I am finally someone who doesn't need a Monday or first of the month to reset. Mm. I can have a day one Mm -hmm. be a random ass Thursday now. 
And that is such a supreme mental breakthrough for myself. And I was just really happy to have that moment through that prompt from Ebony to acknowledge it. Otherwise, it's probably something that I might have skated past. That's good. Yeah. So I feel I feel really, 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 really good about that. Was that a good example for you? That was a good example. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Something <laughs> that I recently learned about myself in um, therapy. Oh, this was a good one. <laughs> lead to a future episode? Oh, I don't know. It might, but I, I had to read myself. I had to like drag myself. Mm. But I learned that one of my biggest issues with um, feeling rejection or maybe yeah. somebody not wanting to like continue a friendship with me or mm. just like relationship in, in any capacity with me is not so really has very little to do with that person. It's not that I long or miss for that friendship. Some of them I do, mm-hmm. but the majority of them, I'm, I'm okay with them ending. Like they probably needed to. Yeah. We probably outgrew each other, but there is a part of me that still wants to like find closure and talk about it. Mm-hmm. And that part plays the role of the victim, mm-hmm. but she's not a victim. She just don't like being disliked. Right. <laughs> I know. She doesn't like heavy truths. She truth. just doesn't like that. She just doesn't yeah. like it, you know? And I'm like, stop fighting for something that you know you actually really don't want and probably actually has to die Mm -hmm. you really have to check that part of you that demands to be liked yes because (laughs) something that this reminds me of something that vienna farone who you're familiar with she's Mm -hmm. a marriage and family therapist we're going to have her on on the show soon but she had said a word that i think connects to this and it dragged me by my wigs and my hair (laughs) (laughs) both of them things um where she said certainty is the illusion of safety mm-hmm. like a desire for it mm-hmm. and so sometimes i think that's what we want through mm-hmm. closure yeah. or actually might be looking for another c word mm-hmm. <laughs> right. which is certainty mm-hmm. which is um oftentimes a scam and really we when it comes to the one on one relationship we have with ourselves that's the closest to certainty that we can provide yeah you know so yeah. but my gosh that's a big thing to really um face i know and moving it was a good one i I spent like the majority of that therapy session laughing i'm like i'm so ridiculous like that was so funny oh that's Um, the best yeah it was a good one oh (laughs) you can calculate yourself in therapy that's also a sign of growth yeah i would say so too yeah that's something to acknowledge too because then everything just looks like baby steps you know exactly yeah it's just like when you see a child first taking you know those first little wobbly struts forward and they fall what do we do we laugh exactly and it gives that child like permission to laugh too and not take it so seriously when we're doing something new for the first time yeah i think that the shadow work has been really 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 solid where you're not scared of parts of yourself anymore you can actually like you can interact with them in a friendlier way yeah you know so Amen, Berg. Yeah. And you know what? Since you mentioned shadow work, we're mm-hmm. actually going to do the opposite today, mm. which I think are life hacks. Yay. Yes. I'm very, very work. excited for this episode topic. This sparked from We Can Do Hard Things podcast, mm-hmm. which Girdley and I both very much love. We're Shout fans. out to the queen, Glennon Doyle, and her wife, Abby, and her sister, Amanda. And they had done this episode 
where they were sharing very simplistic, bite-sized life hacks that you could immediately use to... Suffer less. Yes, to Mm -hmm. suffer less in all these specific areas. When I heard it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a good episode. Because sometimes you do have to take or want to take the scenic route, do the shadow work. There's so much complexity in our lives that we can really sort through and explore and, and excavate, all that good stuff. But then sometimes you can take the highway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just go speeding on to your destination or, you know, y'all should know by now if you've been listening to this podcast, either in glow in the dark form or in she's being the beast form that I am a metaphor whore. So I'm about to pull up with another one. <laughs> Sometimes you also want like an appetizer to hold you down yeah. in your discomfort before you get your main meal. Or some people even like small plates. Mm-hmm. What are they called? Tapas. Tapas. <laughs> as, their, as their full meal. So all of that to say. And also this is a list I love. I love lists so much. I don't know what it is, Gardley. They even change the freaking tempo and sound and texture of my voice. Mm. That's how much I have some type of, I don't know situation with lists but i think it's because lists are very tend to be very um sticky yeah so they're easier to remember and it also feels like lists are more of an offering Mm -hmm. versus like giving i don't know a full dissertation on how you should be doing something it's very much like a menu you pick and choose what is feeling good to you so yes i'm happy to dive in girdley and i decided along with um our producer nakia to have some umbrellas that we will have our life hacks under. So technology, um, humans we love. And again, this is to ease suffering in our relationship with. So to ease our suffering in our relationship with technology, with humans we love, uh, humans who annoy slash hurt us, uh, our relationship with capitalism, and our relationship with time. But before... We can really start um, adding color to all of that. I think it's important to go over the official definition of life hack and then maybe personalize it to us, reshape it to, to fit our lens, burger. Mm-hmm. So according to Wikipedia, a life hack is any trick, shortcut, skill, or novelty method that increases productivity and efficiency in all walks of life. Do we want to add anything to that definition? Solid. Yeah? Mm-hmm. The only thing that I would add is peace. Because productivity and efficiency just make me think of a professional environment mm-hmm. at all times. And it just made me think of, you know, how America at the end of the day... yeah. All of the personal development that you do, all of the improvement that you do has to feed the machine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's what productivity and efficiency kind of speaks to me. But I would throw in peace. But at the end of the day, that fits for me, too. Mm -hmm. Should we jump right in? Yeah. Are you excited? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have my little notebook. Girlie got her notes on her phone. So babes and bras. Let's talk about our relationship with technology, easing the suffering we experience in technology, whether that is just with the hardware that is our phones, whether that is the software that is an an app. And obviously, I think technology, many of us as millennials, Gen Z, the first thought is our phone Mm -hmm. and is social media. Um, But there's other forms of technology as well, Mm -hmm. you know? 
You want to kick it off, Berg? Um, sure. Okay. Um, so yeah, I would say that even though you know there are other forms of technology to be mindful of, I am going to focus on social media because mm-hmm. I feel like that is probably one of the ones that can cause a lot of suffering for people, Indeed. depending on how you navigate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my life hack that is rooted in technology speaks specifically to the creative spirits out there mm-hmm. that are creating content mm-hmm. and something that is a truth that no longer serves me. And ever since I acknowledged that I suffered less is that um, nobody's thinking about me as much as I'm thinking about myself. Amen. You know, and um, I'm only the center of my world. Right. <laughs> and your world is one of many. Right. <laughs> entire right. universe. Yeah. Right. And I found that to be a real self-soothing concept to come back to um, mm. during moments of um, vulnerability hangover. Yeah. Yep. Where maybe you just share what's on your heart and what you're passionate about or what you've been working on or what you personally think is great. And maybe, you know, the world's a little bit too busy to acknowledge how (laughs) incredible (laughs) it is. Fucking brilliant. And in some ways too, like you're sharing with people who haven't like earned your vulnerability either. At that too, at that point too. So they don't fully even understand it sometimes Mm. too, you know, and um, to not fight yourself about that, to not beat yourself up about that, and to not assume that maybe lack of applause or lack of recognition is actually some kind of like mirror about the value of what right. you had to share. Right, means lack of value. You no. know, mm-hmm. it's, it's fine. If it feels like people don't care, it's not because you're not valuable. It's just yeah. that they're the center of their worlds and you're the center of yours. Mm-hmm. And that actually can be very comforting when yeah. you feel like you put something out there and it's like, oh no, people are looking at it, people are judging me and they're not responding and they're not engaging. Maybe they think this about me and it's like, no, maybe, maybe you were that awesome that you probably left them thinking, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. in silence. Um, maybe they just had to sit and gather. Maybe it was too fucking real. Mm-hmm. And that's something that sometimes people just have to sit and digest and marinate. Maybe it just didn't resonate with them. And that's okay because it wasn't for that person. Yeah. But you're not supposed to internalize or over-identify with anything that is um, the means of what you produce. Like yeah. You're a creative vessel. What you create is something that comes from a divine plane. This is all my spiritual woo woo. So if you're not, mm-hmm. if you're not rocking with this, that's okay. But I am. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're a vessel and you received a message from divine energy that said, create this thing. Yep. And you followed it. And yep. good for you. Good for you for tapping into your intuition mm-hmm. and carrying that out. And, you know, now it's time for you to sit and investigate what that thing is. What does this form of expression actually mean about you? Mm-hmm. What are you going through? What are, what are you trying to understand about yourself through this creative thing that just came out of you yeah. that you just expressed? And that's who the, the work is for. You're the audience of your work. Mm-hmm. And if other people respond, cool. If they don't, it wasn't for them. But at the end of the day, there is value in all that you create because it came from you. Yeah. So... Absolutely. Yeah. So say that mantra one more time mm-hmm. so that people can repeat it and that can be like their go-to when they find themselves dealing with a vulnerability hangover. Sure. You are only the center of your own world. Mm-hmm. So for anyone who wants to add on a visual representation of what Girdley is talking about, I think it would really do you good, myself good, Girdley you as well, to get into astronomy a bit. Mm-hmm. Just on a surface visual level, just meaning like go to Google Images and type in like solar systems. 
So you can see how tiny Earth is in one solar system amongst a plethora. Mm. And then apply that to you and an even smaller world than Earth, mm-hmm. which is social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that would be really useful too. I've gotten into space a lot this year because I really find peace in feeling small. Actually feeling small, tiny makes me feel more courageous because yeah. I feel like whatever I break doesn't really matter too much. <laughs> so so I can just play. Thank you for that, Berger. That was a very, very good one to kick off our technology hacks to ease our suffering. Okay. So this one, put your phone in a drawer before bed and print out your values around sleep because I know I am not the only one who sometimes treats this phone as an extension of my arm and I'm not an amputee. So I do not need this phone connected to my wrist at all times, especially before bed and getting older, man, rest. I realize this mentally, but beyond my brain, like my full functioning body really needs rest as medicine at this point. Like that's how serious it is. You know what I mean? To deal with just the virus of challenges of life. (laughs) And so it's so easy because we all know this, the way that our phones have been designed, blah, 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 blah. We know this really, really well. And so the best thing for me, because I wanted to have my phone not in my room, but if you're a paranoid person like myself and you want to be an emergency contact for others, not having my phone in my room, it just, I don't know, it didn't vex well with me, gel well with me. And so putting it in the drawer gives the phone a home Mm -hmm. in a sense. And I don't like to see abandoned people. I love everyone to have a den, to have a sanctuary. So it's actually a sleep drawer Mm -hmm. where that's where my phone goes. I have my like eye cover. I have my mouchoir, also known as my bonnet. (laughs) (laughs) And then I have my sleep values Mm. that I designed on good old Canva because when things are prettier, personally, I'm more than likely to do them. (laughs) So know thyself. And okay, this I'm going to use for something else. All right. There's two of them. The first one I'm going to read it for you. I created on Canva and then I printed it out. Tracy, respect your rest. It's the MVP of your well-being. And it's in humongous font. (laughs) If you are on YouTube... You are able to watch this. If not, I'm going to say it again. Tracy, respect your rest. It's the MVP of your well-being. I have noticed that speaking to myself in the third person just creates um, a sense of authority that is very loving to me. Mm-hmm. Even though it can feel very, I don't know, I don't want to say... This is like a a general or sergeant, but someone who is means serious business. You know what I mean? But means serious business because they love me Mm -hmm. (laughs) to the bone and beyond. 
Uh, and so it just feels like God is speaking to me. Yeah, Tracy, respect your rest is the MVP of your well-being. And then I have a second printout that has my values around rest. I'll read them really quickly. Rest allows me to wake up earlier with ease. Waking up earlier means more time with God. That is supreme to me. Rest allows me to progress my fitness goals. Rest gives me more time to get my work done on behalf of my goals, community, and future self. Rest improves my mood and general health. Rest makes me a better friend and family member. Rest allows me to show up with more presence and confidence in all my work. Rest increases my memory and IQ. Some of these values may not resonate with you, and that is totally fine. These are the ones that will make me say, it's not to guilt me, it's actually to to excite me mm-hmm. <laughs> to want to go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? I'm really trying to be out here practicing joyful discipline. That's the game time that I'm on. That is stupendous. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely stupendous. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> I love that. That is remarkable. I Thank love you. that for you. That's so great. So it's like a little sleep contract. Yeah. That's in that drawer. It's designated just for sleep. That's the only thing that can go inside there. Yeah. And so reading that, because sometimes it's so easy, especially with the phone. And then I have like alarms on my phone too, that are like, okay, try, time to start your evening routine. Like, I know this sounds like perhaps a lot, but they're actually just really small tasks because if I am to depend on my mind to just remind me of these things, it's not going to happen because my mind is like handcuffed to all of these digital distractions. <laughs> so we must liberate. So yeah, ma'am, your drawer, have a sleep drawer, print out your values or whatever statement that is going to just make you want to hop up in your bed. Not hop up out the bed. Hop up in your bed. Like Get your sleep on. Okay. <laughs> Technology. Give me another one, Berg. Um, let's see. Um, okay. This one is was actually inspired by um, a conversation that I had with a mutual friend that we have okay. um, who was struggling with how she should show up online mm-hmm. and finding what her brand is or what her voice is. And I think the hack that we kind of like came to together was that um, you don't need to be an expert of your craft to be worthy of having an opinion. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. mm. Again. <laughs> Repetition is the mother of learning. We need it. No worries. Um, you don't need to be an expert of your craft to be worthy of having an opinion. Yeah. And I think that like, um, again, with social media, um, it's like, if I haven't mastered this thing, if I'm not the master of this thing, if I'm not a guru or of some sort, then why do I deserve anybody's attention? Mm-hmm. You know, why do I deserve to take up space in that way? Mm-hmm. And it's just not true. You know, there's a lot to learn from being a student. Yes. There's a lot to learn from just going through the process. I was actually, I don't know how it brought me here, but I went back, I stumbled on like an old Tumblr that I created like a million years ago. <laughs> and um, I, it was just like a blog where I was just like sharing everything yeah. that I was learning. I don't even think I know about this Tumblr. Oh, no, you do. You do. Okay, okay. Dang, that's like, how far back we go. I know. You're like the one person that responded. <laughs> She's so sweet. Aww. She was so excited for my blogs. But oh, look at you, Paso, <laughs> giving people great memories. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, you know, it wasn't really for anybody. It was really for myself. And I was kind of just like tracking my own like creative development as mm. I was like um, getting more into the world of dance and yeah. everything that I was excited about and everything that I was learning. And it was 
And I read it because it's such a younger version of myself. It's such a younger voice. And I was so excited about everything that I was learning and everything that I was doing. And um, I laugh at that voice so much. And I laugh at just like the things that I was naive about and the things that I really didn't know how to do. And I was just very open about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved it. I love going back and reading it because I get so inspired by that energy of just like someone who doesn't know how to do something, but is passionate about learning about it and how much that can inspire this current version of me and maybe anybody else who stumbled upon it or we're not, you know, and that's okay. But I value and honor and respect the voice of the student. You know, mm-hmm. there's so much power in being a student. There's so much power in saying, hey, y'all, I don't know how to cook for shit. Yeah. But I'm about to just share with you my journey and learning how to make whatever. Right. And a, there's a also chicken. Right. And there's also innumerable <laughs> levels to yeah. our existence, you know, yeah. like, yeah, in human form, maybe, you know, the average person lives, let's say, to 100. Mm-hmm. But in spiritual form, mm-hmm. there are no numbers. Yeah. And so it's the same thing when it comes to age, because as a student, as someone who is showing up as a beginner or someone in process, someone who picked up the pen for the first time, you are empowering someone who's still thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the same way, like there's levels even beneath like a starting stage, just when like an initial seed has been planted. And that goes back to your um, first hack too, girl, because that's what I was thinking when you were, when you were listing out all these reasons, maybe someone didn't give you a response online that Mm -hmm. you were hoping for, but sometimes what you share is a seed, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's as valuable, if not more valuable than flowers that are already alive. You know what I mean? Because, and that can, and you know, to even make that metaphor clearer, but the flowers could just be, you know, very um, fast food content that we know is just going to make, our eyes widen, but we shit it out in two seconds. You know what I mean? You yeah. get flowers, you have, and they're beautiful, of course, but you know, if they're, they don't come with roots, then they're going to die. Mm-hmm. We all know that. But a seed that may take some time stays with you for some time yeah. as well. And I think we can't doubt the power of that, you know, and we don't get to know what we're giving someone until later sometimes. And I think that's, the humility and the the beautiful surprise oftentimes it's later that we really see what the impact was or someone says, yo, I know that I never left the comment, but I was just quieter at that time. And mm-hmm. now that I'm with you, I really want to say aloud that you helped to shape me for the better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was still clay and you shaped me up. I really, really love that. Girdly. Once again, that was great. I'm going to move through a little bit faster because I'm looking at the rest of these lists and I want to freaking get to them. Okay. So I'm going to give, dang, man, I want to give more. Let me see. I'm thinking I'm going to give one more for technology. All right. All right. All right. All right. Dang. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm just going to say what this is. I'm not going to, you know, decorate it too much, but online, a lot of us, we, can do doom scrolling, you know, just meaning like you're just, you know, sliding down the timeline mindlessly, you know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden you're like, am I a human or am I AI? Like, what is going on? Why am I so robotic? Move from surveillance to participation. Mm. Okay. Stop staring and start interacting because when we are just on social, no, I said I was going to leave it like that. That's it. You guys got that. And also with technology, I'm going to squeeze this one in really quickly. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank good. you. You know, brevity is I not do. my strength, but I we're do. trying to build the muscle. You do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll give you another bullet point form 
well, no, bullet point, whatever, statement, yep. mm-hmm. suggestion, hack, is one of the most underutilized, free as fuck seasonings that will make any meal taste good. Silence. <laughs> Eat. Um, just try it. Try a meal in silence. Okay, Mm. meaning put your phone away. Sometimes you might have to really physically turn it off. Don't have the other technology. Call the television on. You know what I'm saying? Like really allow this food to be the entertainment Mm. of the next 10 minutes. I'm telling you, it will increase the experience with your palate. I feel like you're able to really like hone in on all these like varying tastes. Like it's not just one taste that even comes from something like arugula. Like arugula is like peppery. Then you start chewing it a little bit longer and then it go morphs into like something else. And you really feel like you're living in like, I don't know, a magician's hat. <laughs> because everything has just become so wondrous. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, what the hell is this? And it's like, this is just being present. <laughs> so... I say really do that. You ain't got to do it all the time, but give it a whirl, man. It's one meal and it's like five minutes. Okay. Girdly, did you want to squeeze anything? Uh, no, I think, that- I think we're good. Okay. Let's play. Let's Why don't you pick the, pick the next subject? Um, uh, I labeled mine a little bit differently than yours. Okay. You want to do Humans We Love? Yeah, let's do that one. All right, cool. It off. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> okay, so for this one, um, in regards to humans that we love and trying to connect with them and be supportive, mm-hmm. um, is to remember that there is a fine line between empathy and ego. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when trying to employ one, we tiptoe into the other. Okay. Knowing how someone feels is not relating to them. Understanding how someone feels is one thing. It's one thing when you're trying to understand how someone feels, that's when you're employing empathy. Mm -hmm. Um, Assuming that you know how someone feels is now a bit egotistical. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's when sometimes we might interrupt someone who needs space Mm -hmm. to just like unpack something difficult that they're going through. Yeah, And then we kind of intervene in that space um, and we think we're empathizing by saying, oh, no, no, I know how you feel mm-hmm. because I went through something like this. Mm-hmm. And actually what we're doing is we're actually being a little Everything. egotistical yeah. because now we're taking the moment that they need to be witnessed mm-hmm. and to be heard. Mm-hmm. And we're assuming that we know how they feel by bringing the attention back to us and talking about an experience that we went through. Because it's also easier exactly to go through an experience that you know which is your own it's less uncomfortable exactly it gives the illusion of safety right and (laughs) and and you you as that person you think that you actually are connecting with that person you think that you're creating some kind of bridge of connection between the two yeah that might even draw you guys closer but you really never know how much space somebody needs to Mm. unpack some people take longer Mm -hmm. to really get to that place of emotional awareness where they can actually get to the truth and understanding of what they're saying and they just need to talk yeah they just need to talk and let the words roll out yeah so that they can actually get to a place of honesty Mm. and authenticity for themselves Mm. so we have to really like be comfortable with sitting in the silence even if you have something awesome to say or something that reminds you of a moment like i have to really um train myself to say don't bring that up Mm. like even though you think that it might relate to this moment like 
save it for later, save yeah. it on another day yeah. and maybe come back to that, you know, mm. if it's necessary, if that person needs to unpack more, be like, you know, what we were talking about the other day made me think of this thing, but give that person that time to really unpack all that they're going through. Because what we don't realize is that it's ego that's con- making us feel that you have a story to relate to. Yeah, And there's a fine line. Empathy is trying to understand how somebody feels. Ego is assuming that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say keeping that in mind when you're trying to connect to okay. the people that you love. So if we had to put that on a magnet mm. as a life hack, <laughs> what does that sound like? <laughs> um, can you start it off for me? Can you put to me? It sounds like, like um, a prompt. I don't know if I can give it as a as a prompt, mm-hmm. but it feels like choose witnessing before understanding or guiding fair um or curiosity as like your compass like when you don't know where to go in a conversation with someone let curiosity lead you i love it yeah i love it yeah being a witness is just as valuable as being a guide that that part i like this that part okay my gusta all right. One of my humans we love, how to ease suffering. Um, I don't like that I'm going to say this out loud. <laughs> but at some point, I don't know, some years ago, a few years ago, I started feeling very overwhelmed with people's birthdays, hmm. not the people I love's birthdays. And I love a lot of folks. It doesn't have to do with dinners or parties or whatever. It had to do with the birthday message. Okay. Because my relationship with people um, is often predicated on depth. You know what I'm saying? And I think about a lot of folks who will compliment me on my communication skills or say how, you know, especially folks who love languages, words of affirmation. It just, I don't know, it felt like a lot of pressure that I was putting on myself. I can raise my hand and admit that. But I was just like, dang, like, this is someone's I love birthday. I don't want to just send them like, a I've got to send them like a shebang. Mm. <laughs> and I was just like, dang, with the amount of things like on my plate or just like, bandwidth and in general i just didn't know what to say and there is a point like a few years ago when i noticed this that i would be missing people's birthdays i knew it was their birthday Mm. and i would say like happy early birthday and then your birthday would arrive and i missed it because i kept overthinking (laughs) my message to you (laughs) to the point where i ended up not doing it like a very wild unique form of procrastination what is the hack Because that was suffering for me. Create a birthday message template. Listen. (laughs) So (laughs) you started off your intro. I ain't going to tell you mine exactly, okay? Because you might be someone I love. But it's still customizable, okay? It's a template. So you start off, you know, hey, whatever the thing is, you know, your way of saying happy birthday and then it's really sharing three things that come to mind when i think of you and that's where you fill in the blanks oh that's for everyone that's good that's good (laughs) and then you can have a closing but like you're closing you could just like remix because you see what it is to me it's so much easier to edit than it is to write Mm -hmm. so instead of starting from scratch i'm just starting with clay 
And I'm like, okay, what do I want to make this into? Yeah. So a birthday template, if you are like me and you really want people that you love on their birthday to feel tremendously loved, especially if you can't be with them in person, get you a birthday template and stop (laughs) overthinking. (laughs) Oh man, I can't believe I said that out loud, but that's hilarious. That's what it is, man. You just got, you got, you got to make it work for you. That's so funny. That's why it's a menu. This is a a buffet. Okay. Of life hacks and you take what works and you leave the rest. I feel like for birthdays, something that's just been helpful for me has just been the voice note. Mm, Yeah. I just call and I, I mean, I, I I won't call because I'm like, birthdays are busy. Yeah. And if you're like me, I don't really want to talk about my birthday. I've already spoke to like 17 people. I never pick up my phone except for my mama because it's her birthday too. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So it's like, I just leave a voice note and just tell the person how they make me feel. Sometimes I do that, but I'm still like, what am I going to say? Like the birthday template can work for voice notes as well. Okay. Okay. It's a way of just organizing your thoughts. I don't know. You know what I mean? So you can be like... (laughs) Human confetti for someone. I love it. (laughs) All right. Humans we love was the life hack burger. Humans we love. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm going to also include this for the human being yourself as well, too. Okay. Or it could be someone you're in a relationship with or not. But the hack is that um, keeping a count of a body count serves no one. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, we're done with that. Yeah. Yo, if you still need that as a life hack, I mean, yeah. listen, I ain't going to judge. Take it. But right. just know that what you're taking, a lot of it is already gone because people ran with it a while ago. Yeah. it's. I mean, I I thought we were done too. That life hack's got to be on sale. Like, that's got to be in the bargain bin. Like, why is that life hack still around? But I don't okay. know, but people are okay. still talking about it. I've seen it online enough to be like, oh, yeah, online. To be discussed. Oh. Well, this is where we are. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah, um, sure. I mean, we are online. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it means nothing to anybody. And no. um, at the end of the day, if you do if you do believe in monogamy and you plan on being in a long term relationship, mm-hmm. it's uh, really important to <laughs> <laughs> have some experience to know what you're doing. Yeah. You want to talk about bringing shit to the table? What yeah, you bring it to the bed? Okay. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> more is more in one of these situations. I'm dying. So. That's that. We don't need to go any further. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. So I've said this to to you, Gurdley. So you already know how good this has been to my life, um, but also to my mom's life and to my sister's life. We have an intergenerational book club. And I highly suggest for whatever number of family members, even if it's just you and another person, that you kind of find it tricky to communicate with, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to um, those who are in a different generation, those who are older than us, those who just have seen us one way for a long time. So it can be challenging for them to like hear us make sense. (laughs) Uh, um, A book club really creates the conversation for you without it being so personal because the questions, the prompts are coming from the book itself. Mm -hmm. And it has just brought, well, I mean, I mean, even closer to my sister, but it has brought even more um, insights and true understanding of my mother's feelings Mm -hmm. about things throughout the years, you know? And I feel like through this book club, I'm not just learning about my mom. I'm learning about Marie, you know, I'm really able to see different parts of her humanity, which I was curious about when I was younger, but she wasn't comfortable enough to share with me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. These books have been great. So if you want a quick little 
suggestive book list of what I used with my sister and my mom. We read A New Earth by the great Eckhart Tolle. Mm-hmm. We read um, Cast by Isabel Wilkerson. We, re- we read a very delicious, sexy, modern fiction book called On Rotation by Charlene. I'm going to say Charlene Oh, because she has a really powerful Nigerian last name that I don't want to mess up the pronunciation of. Yeah, and it's just been it's been really, really good, especially because, you know, with family, um, parents, it can be easy to get into routine with the way a conversation goes. I found that for some folks, like overhearing people on the phone with their parents, just be like the regular questions. Oh, how are you? And then my mom would be like, where are you? It's always where are you (laughs) at all times. And so now we're just giving us ourselves and our loved ones the gift of variety. So I would say definitely give that a whirl. Hit us with a final third one for humans we love, Berg. You got one? Yeah, I would say this one is something that me and my partner are exercising now that we're like mm. stepping on the brink of parenthood and something that we want to make sure that we do mm-hmm. before the little one arrives. Um, uh, you're going to help me put this in a hack form. Okay. But um, the goal is to make a video um, of us talking directly to him before he arrives and just letting him know everything that we have in store for him, right? Everything that we're excited about, yeah. um, wh- how old we currently are at this moment, and what are the things that are important or concerning to us, um, what's fashionable to us, what's funny to us, what's cool yes. to us, what's interesting to us. Yes. Um, wow. Yeah. So it's kind of like a living, breathing time ca- capsule, capsule, but mm-hmm. also like you know, a shared excitement and enthusiasm for the fact that you're about to arrive. Oh, I love that. Um, and for him to just see us in our youth. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we become old people to him, but... Uh, you'll still be cool old people. Yeah, but I guess... Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, but, to, you know, we're, really what we want to do is to humanize ourselves before mm-hmm. we become his parents. Mm, that's good. <laughs> that's good. So the life hack is creating a time capsule mm-hmm. of the human... That is you and your partner to gift to your child. And I also think is giving the gift of you were cared for so far in advance of your arrival, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm sure there's a lot of kids that maybe are curious, like, was I a planned pregnancy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Was I a surprise? Was I a quote unquote accident? Blah, 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 blah. Not to say that there's anything wrong with those things at all. But if a child can know the way that like a child that's a- adopted mm-hmm. knows just how much they were wanted because of the entire process. That's a very interesting way to look at that. That's good. I think it's nice for, you know, someone who has their biological parents to know that you are so desired loved adored Mm -hmm. you know just fawned over Mm -hmm. yeah anticipated anticipated and also little nigga we was people too before (laughs) you know what i'm saying it's a two for one special (laughs) moving on (laughs) that's too good humans who annoy us slash hurt us let's talk about it baby speaking of babies i'm gonna start with this one because oh my Mm. goodness has it been tremendously effective in my life and obviously there's a spectrum of um annoyance you know what i mean and and pain so on this spectrum this is for someone um i would say within 
just aggravation, annoyance, confusion, things of that nature. Um, a meditation that I was put onto years ago. Basically, what you are visualizing is the person who is really just rubbing against your edges. Picture them in their current state right now, mm-hmm. you know, and that you are just peering over their face with a soft gaze, right? And then take them back 10 years and then another 10 years. And the goal, or it could be 20 years, depending on hold, or, you know, depending if you want to expedite this. <laughs> but the goal is to take them so far back that they are a baby. Exactly. In your arms. And it's so much easier to have compassion for infants than it is for adults, oftentimes. However, the infant is tethered to the adult. The inner child is still there, you know, and maybe physically, obviously we're mature, but emotionally, it's not guaranteed Mm -hmm. that we will. And so that helps me to really take pause That helps me to become more curious because when a child is crying, the first question is, what's bothering you? Mm -hmm. You know, what is the what do these tears translate as? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so that has really, 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 really helped. Um, I've done it with family members and that's where it has um, touched me the most. So I'll put that in, in the show notes. But yeah, you can do it even without looking at the actual meditation, but just thinking about the person all the way from adolescence uh, to infancy. I love that. I love that. Um, Very useful, very practical. Um, Something I'm thinking a lot of now that I think of babies all the time. Like (laughs) I see babies before I see adults. So Mm. it's um, very interesting. And it's, it's a friendly reminder that like everybody did start off as, everybody did start off as like, the most exciting thing in someone's life at one point. Mm-hmm. I hope that they did. And if they didn't, that's all the more reason to empathize with them. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. I think for me, this is an old one, but mm-hmm. it is a good one to come back to. It's to remember that <laughs> sometimes the things that you don't like in other people are actually qualities that you have within yourself. Talk about it. And to always remember that. And sometimes I really try to challenge that. I'm like, no way. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I would never blah, 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 blah. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, when people talk about this mirror, I'm like, I don't know about this. Right. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. It looks more like a window than a mirror. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but it's worthy of the investigation, you yeah. know? And if you really, really, really do the work, you can find something. Yes. You can find something in yourself that maybe isn't, is, is a little cringy and it is a little annoying. Yeah. And it kind of just helps me take the focus off of that person and bring it back to myself. Mm. And, it, and it challenges me to really work on my own level of tolerance and acceptance acceptance and tolerance um we forget about tolerance yeah i mean like it's different than acceptance it is yeah and you don't in some people you don't have to you don't have to accept everybody that's what i was gonna say you don't have to accept everybody Mm -hmm. but everybody deserves tolerance you know Mm -hmm. to an extent (laughs) 
Yeah. We'll explore what that extent is. Um, <laughs> right. Everyone has different thresholds. Yeah, you know I mean, but they, you know, there's, there's a necessity for grace. So it's just remembering that too, that like, I don't like this person. This thing annoys me about this person, but it's also, well, yeah. maybe you're kind of irritable too. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> and those times it helps me to notice what I tend to judge myself on very yeah. quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and so too. if I can offer someone grace, even if I don't understand it, somehow later it'll boomerang back into when I'm pissed off with myself or disappointed with myself. And then that's when I'll be able to connect those dots, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm like, oh, snap. Like, I do kind of spaz on myself really quickly or, like, bully myself, you know, instead of understanding myself when this this happens. And so the more I can give grace... It's a practice. Everything is is a practice on how to treat ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Love, love, love. Okay. Um, I also had... For people who hurt us, and I use this life hack, which is writing a thank you letter to your worst teacher, (laughs) but they were still a teacher nonetheless. I use that life hack when I had to, you know, when I had to let go of a situationship, you know, Mm -hmm. I had to really just scrub off the addiction to it um, and really make peace with someone that I, I don't know, I was really turned on by them as a puzzle. (laughs) And then I was like, this puzzle is not fun and it's missing pieces. So I'm fucking out. All right. So the thank you letter to the teacher um, is that is a form of giving yourself closure. There are often times Chris Rock has this joke. uh, I think I mentioned it to you a couple of times, Burger, where he says, uh, women are not happy with a relationship. Women think every relationship is a waste of time unless it ends in marriage. <laughs> Which I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's such a genius like statement, but also like, damn, like, why you gotta freaking do that to us? Come on now. It's our business. Yeah. And so I know how easy it can be. Maybe if it's like a job that, you know, lasted for far shorter than what you would imagine, but just anything where you feel tempted to be like, yo, why the fuck did you waste my time? Mm-hmm. This was a waste of time. No. Like to me, like that's an opportunity to get really granular and get your microscope and say God's fingerprints are on everything. That is a statement that I often go to. And sometimes they're very obvious, you know, on some like T-Rex size footprint. And sometimes they're very subtle. Either way, they are there. And so when we pause and say, even if you learned what you no longer can tolerate, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Even if you learned a new red flag. Wow, I didn't notice that hue of red. But he or she had it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now I know there's so many colors in this Crayola box. You know what I mean? And so doing that replaces maybe some of the rage, the the confusion with gratitude. And it gives us a much softer place to land yeah. so that we can begin our next leg of the journey with a new teacher, hopefully with a clear slate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yay. I love that. Okay, 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 okay. For humans who annoy us slash hurt us, this was when we kind of annoy ourselves. The statement that I wrote down, dear listener, is, quote, when is the best time for me to follow up with you? Really utilize that. I highly suggest you utilize that. For folks, this is for the folks who feel uncomfortable when maybe a friend uh, borrowed money or borrowed a shirt and they don't want to hit them up and ask for it. When someone asks for a favor 
Or if you need them to do something, before you guys get off the phone, you slide out that email, ask them to tell you when is the best time. (laughs) So it's not you doing it. Now you're just following up on a request they made Mm -hmm. for a check-in. And you don't have to feel like, I don't know, someone's parole officer. I like it. (laughs) When is the best time? That's that. Okay, okay. Did you have something else for humans who annoy us? No. Did I I skate past you? No, no, no. I think um, you added on to what I was going to share. But in addition to writing letters, also just writing voice notes Mm -hmm. and acknowledging, Mm -hmm. like, I know you're never going to hear this, but I still want to say this thing to you. Oh, that's a prompt. Yeah. Say it again, Burger. I know you're never going to hear this, but I still want to say this thing to you and just make a voice note Yeah, and go off, like go off, let the tears get angry, say everything that you know that you can't say to that person for whatever reason. Yeah, Maybe they're not here. Maybe they're not receptive. Maybe you just don't have it in you right now, mm-hmm. but go off and let it all out. And then once you're done, you can erase it. Or you can leave it there and never listen to it again. Yeah. Or you can come back to it. It doesn't matter. But it's the fact that you really allowed um, that throat chakra to open up and to really let your truth come out in a way that it doesn't have to fester within your body anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, come on now. So I love the letter. I love the letter. But if it feels too strong for words mm-hmm. um, and it actually just needs to be yelled, mm-hmm. voice notes are your friend. Yeah. We giving you options. Mm-hmm. Currently, hey, just humans and humans. <laughs> also, learn learn how to dap. This is really to my women. Learn how to dap. Get comfortable doing a head nod, man. Mm. Try to get comfortable saying like good morning to dudes first, acknowledging dudes first, because it really throws their masculinity upside down mm. and they don't know what to do. It's like a really <laughs> like wild ninja role mm. reversal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like equalizes or neutralizes a situation really quickly where you're just feeling like uncomfortable or if you need to put someone in a friend zone you in know a what? cool way. I love that. Really quick, I'm just going to add on to that. Mm-hmm. Also too, if you're being like catcalled, I like call it out at the street and maybe it's like by some unsavory gentleman um <laughs> unsavory <laughs> um i found the in addition to what tracy was saying if you're not going to dap them up or anything of that nature mm-hmm. just get real fucking um formal like mm. get real formal sir like, so much to the point where now i remind you of like your ccd teacher or something not I'm dead ass. Bruh, someone I'm you should never, someone you should never be talking to like that. Right. Like they say something like, oh my, da, 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 da. and I say, thank you, sir. You have a great day. You have As a great well. evening tonight. Right. Okay. You take care. You get home safe. You get home safe. <laughs> <laughs> you get home. Oh my gosh. Not a little boy then. I'm serious. Yo. But you get real. You remind them that you have the potential to be their aunt. Like what even if you, you don't. Know? Right. But you remind them that like your aunt was once a woman my age. Your aunt was once a woman walking down the street. Oh. And you get real formal with them. And the way that they just metaphorically like button up and uh-huh. tie their fucking belt or whatever. Yeah. The way that they just get it together, it it just, it it takes away all the lust and they're like, oh, that's a grown ass woman. Even if, even if they're older than you, they still are just like, that's a grown ass woman. Never mind. Wow. Mm-hmm. What get, a shapeshifter. You get real formal on their asses. You get real fucking polite. Girdly. And you remind them of their manners. I cannot wait for tomorrow. I think I'm going to spend the whole day in the streets tomorrow. <laughs> Wishing people a safe yeah. ride home. <laughs> Just so I can try to go hit a street, girl. You be well, sir. Yo, oh, that was so... And that's Yo, it. That's it. That height, wow. 
<laughs> All right. Yeah. No, we got to get out of humans doing noise and hers because that that was how we're going to close it. Capitalism. Let's talk about capitalism. I was looking at this primarily through the lens of consumerism. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you were doing the same, Berg. But um, to go into capitalism and then we'll end off on time. How apropos. The first thing that came to mind is putting money or spending into seasons. Understanding your spending season. Because the likelihood of us being able to pursue all the greatest pleasures of our world, whether that's fashion or travel, whatever, to the same heights, not many of us can do it. But especially on social media, is being promoted to us, us all the time. You know what I mean? It's like, dang, I got to get all this new clothes. And dang, I got to go on a vacation. And dang, the tech girlies are telling me I need to upgrade my phone. You know what I mean? And you're just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, there's so much. And then I got the other girl that just did a Target haul. And now I just... So what is a priority anymore mm-hmm. when everything feels like it has urgency because we have so many excellent content creators who are too good at their jobs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so what I have found to help me is understanding or choosing um, or being curious about the spending season I want to be into. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you can't have everything all at once, but you can have them at different times. You can spread it out, you know? And so that can look like Okay, think of a couple different things. Maybe think about the energy around an outfit or the energy around an island, whatever, or even observe yourself on social media and just pay attention to your body when you see different content creators, you know, posting around those tent poles. And then you might find, oh, snap, like my heart does pitter patter a bit harder when someone posts about their travels. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So then maybe it's for the next three months that you really focus your spending on that. Or maybe perhaps that equates to saving. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But you're in your, I mean, we use the word era now. You might realize that your spending season is your travel era right now. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And then you may have another time. Like right now I'm really getting into fashion again for many reasons, but fashion can quickly, you know what I mean? Pile up both with just excessive clothes and also when it comes to money too. But understanding that I'm in in a season and how do I want to treat that season? You know what I'm saying? You might be in another season where you really do want to focus on tasting the culinary arts, yada, yada. And then you might be a season where you don't want to like do it to level 10. You want to do it smaller and Mm -hmm. you can can have them all that way. But just recognizing where you are, I feel like is a more holistic approach to spending. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. It's yeah. been going it's been going really well. Yeah, to put it into buckets. Yeah. Um, turn them into seasons. Cuz I love seasons. Yeah. There's something to look forward to. Mhm. I would say uh now that I'm in the process of moving, something that has been helpful mm-hmm. and also, you know, great economical as well too is to get comfortable with the buy nothing groups. The buy nothing groups. Buy nothing groups. Do tell. Yeah. So buy nothing groups, they're communities where yeah. literally people just have pretty dope shit. And uh, you can, I mean, it's not the most ethical thing. And I'm not telling you to do it, but if you do mm. do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if you by chance are able to, you know, position yourself in a well-to-do neighborhood. What an interesting warning label. <laughs> <laughs> you can You can be in communities where people are trading pretty dope shit. 
beautiful things. <laughs> you set all of that up to not give us an example. What do you mean? That's a, that was solid. I thought you was going to say, like, I don't know. People are trading, like, dildos or I trading, like, their no, partner. I don't know what capitalism, you, sis. No, that's true. But you still, a lot of these sex toys... Sure. Listen. Who wants, a, who wants a used sex toy? I don't know. That's why I was like, what? Is, I don't know, girl. You got me really hyped no, when you okay. had like the warning label. I'm sorry. Because, okay. Let me, let me, okay. Cause you're not part of the group. I'm right, sorry. Let right. me fill you in. Okay. It's not allowed. You're only supposed to trade within the communities that you actually yes. live in. Oh, oh, that's where you're going. Okay. Our, your secret is safe with us. <laughs> okay. But let's say, you know, whatever. If there's a more affluent neighborhood and you want to trade within that community, oh, you can okay. find a way to do that yeah and now you're trading with you know now you're how do you find these groups to begin with they're a lot on facebook but looking to buy nothing groups and that's literally the title of that's literally what it's called and before you try to like sell something that maybe you love but you don't maybe have the space for anymore you don't need anymore and you don't really want to lower the price Mm -hmm. because it was valuable to you look into the buy nothing groups and see if you can trade it for something else that's also really valuable it's Mm -hmm. a great it's an economical way to still make sure that you have quality products in your life Mm -hmm. and you're not losing out on the amount of something that you love that you paid for that is not a sexual toy okay yes got it (laughs) thanks for the clarity <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> You're hilarious. Thank you. You just put us on. What? Nah, this episode should come with a price tag. What's going on here? Just kidding. Okay, to kind of add on to that, Girdley. Mm-hmm. So, going back to when I was saying that content creators are really good at their job, especially the fashion girlies, baby. Mm-hmm. Unfollow some content creators who just have a cadence. That doesn't fuck with you well. Of course, good riddance. You know what I mean? But here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I have a couple um, fashion girls and like, you know, it can tempt you to want to be full time with your looks every second. But I'm like, okay, one, this isn't my job. Two, what isn't being said is that it's because it's a part of their job, a lot of is being written off in taxes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of this is being gifted free, too. Exactly. It's, it's, it's all of that. It's a whole different reality. But yeah, sometimes. I could just get a stomach ache from the over consuming that type of content. Mm-hmm. And so there are some incredible fashion girls that I had to unfollow because <laughs> their definition of consistency and my definition of consistency are just on two different tracks and they can post like four times a day. But I don't unfollow them and then forget about them. I created a folder. You mm-hmm. know how like on Instagram, you can have your different folders. I have a folder of my fashion girlies so that when I need something specific, I then go to their page so I don't forget about them. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so I really just, I kind of treat them as a depository for when needed. The same thing even with folks who do like the Amazon type of hauls, you know what I mean? And trade like things like, oh, to elevate your home, things like that. It can get crazy really quickly. Like Mm -hmm. we can spend our time on Amazon as if it is Instagram. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As if there is like an actual chat in there. So yeah, so so for some folks like that, I either have to mute their own, follow them, but I put them in that folder so I don't forget them so that when I am looking for something, I go to them as like, I don't know. It's like a catalog. I love it. Yeah. That's what their social media ends up becoming. Anything else that you want to add? No, I think that's good. Yeah. That feels good. Mm-hmm. All right. Boom, boom, boom. No, no, no. That's not the right sound effect. That's like when something like scary is coming. Well, I guess for a lot of folks that are listening, it is scary that we are coming to the end of this episode. Mm. Also for some quick housekeeping. 
not the end, but we are coming to a pause because at the time of you listening or watching to this episode, it will be the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And I am someone, Girdley is someone, a lot of people are someone who believe that once Thanksgiving pulls up, that is the official last work day <laughs> of the year, unless you are creating content around turkeys and Santas and Hanukkah candelabras. I just do not think that people pay attention. And plus, we have to get ready for a bird. <laughs> so we're going to be taking a very short break and then we will be back in the new year. So. That's some quick housekeeping that I wanted to throw uh, right here, right now, as we speak about life hacks around time. Mm-hmm. Woo! Time is a thief, a sugar daddy, and quite the professor. And there's so many different ways that you can look at time. One of the things is is very, very practical, um, specifically around saving time, right? Which is where a lot of suffering lies. And then there's just an existential version mm-hmm. of looking at time that can also lead to some suffering. Um, but in terms of just an everyday type of human life hack, you know how we do or want to do meal preps mm-hmm. and you know you can have like three to five days whatever it is that suits you where you make your meals in advance right wardrobe prep yes is very yeah useful mm-hmm. maybe some folks you know i understand waking up in the morning and really wanting to have your fit reflect your mood of that day so so for some folks you know keep doing that but where it has really worked for me is for the gym. Okay. (laughs) Having all of my outfits um, lined up for the gym because, yeah, it just makes things move much more um, efficiently. And I just, the more in real time thinking I do, the more, not in real time thinking, in real time activity, Mm -hmm. the more I suffer. My friend Maddie James speaks about this a lot. Um, But yeah, just having that laid out is just one uh, one less decision to make and i have decision fatigue mm. like a motherfucker oh my goodness so if i can just bring in more flow like that then it's great another thing that i might be doing i know this works for a lot of people this was a life hack that was um shared with me and many uh white male billionaires <laughs> do this so thinking about steve jobs thinking about zuckerberg is creating a uniform for yourself for work you know the infamous black turtleneck mm-hmm. that the late steve jobs had zuckerberg is usually always in like a hoodie or a crew neck i have been thinking about because I also work on a morning show and that AM can go so quickly by the time I have to move out the door of just wearing all black Okay. for the show. Very New York. Yeah, yeah. very, very New York. And also very, what's her name? Daria? Yeah. She wore all black. No, no, no. Judy, somebody's sister, was wearing black. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know. thought we were going to connect on that. I don't one, know who she okay. is, but uh, she sounds like a nice girl. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, just creating of your wardrobe either through a prep with, you know, all your clothes laid out and decided in advance of the week, or you can go to another extremity of just picking one color, mm-hmm. something of that sort. I love that. Yeah. What you got? 
having a playlist mm-hmm. for when you're getting ready mm. to like go on a date. Well, this is really for dates. Okay, okay, <laughs> because okay. Because okay. for me, it was like the time that I put in the most zhuzh into most that into mm-hmm. what I look like, or something nightlife. Anything that you know is going to require makeup. How yeah. about that? Okay, I like um, that. So good distinction. Exactly. Yeah. So specifically when you're doing your makeup and you know you're doing the whole hair makeup and smell good routine Mm -hmm. to create a playlist with a very small amount of songs like three to five songs Mm -hmm. or like five to seven songs Mm -hmm. and knowing that you only have this set playlist to get your makeup oh yeah that's good no i'll be doing that too i'll be doing that too that's good it's like it's like oh shit i'm at the end of heated and i love this part (laughs) and it's like at the end of this playlist you're done son you're done because you can't you can't let three hours go by per primping and perfecting which is so easy to do when yeah. you look at yourself like you're a work of art as oh, you yeah. should yes so um know when to put the paintbrush down exactly you gotta yeah. you gotta just let let the creative process simmer and just let it settle i'm here for that so building a playlist around you know you're you're getting your pretty your and your, your prep together your prep yeah also makes you feel like you're a very own vixen yes yeah like you're the main character in a music video and you only get to be the main character for the duration of this music video exactly Exactly. I love it I love that Berg okay something I'll just quickly note as a little whatever add all dates with yourself to the calendar oh that's good yes everything even the things like I don't know, you know, this, a lot of folks, I'm trying to form the habit, not trying, I'm in the process of forming the habit of doing an end of day reflection. Mm. And so I have put that in my calendar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that way I don't accidentally like schedule over my own time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So things like that. What else? Really looking at this, is a, this is a life hack that I'm in process with right now that came to mind, but thinking to myself, what can be automated? So for instance, I noticed that I just go to the grocery store so freaking often mm-hmm. and it feels very innocent, but also it can be very disruptive. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. the next on Sunday, when I go to Trader Joe's, I'm going to get the six roll toilet paper and I'm going to put Carl onto this as well. We are going to see if we can time how long it takes us <laughs> to finish the rolls of toilet paper. So then that way I can utilize Amazon. Cause you ever see on Amazon when it has like the automated, like kind of like creating yeah. like a membership where it's like, Oh, we'll send this to you monthly. Mm-hmm. Then I'll know if I should do that on Amazon. So that way I'm never going out to get toilet paper again. Okay. I like it. It's always just pulling up. How can we automate this? How can we create some type of conveyor belt system? Um, But to that too, I would highly recommend Instacart girl. I haven't been in a grocery store in a minute. I gotta do it. And I'm never going back. Oh, you know, because shout out to the HR of Trader Joe's. I've wanted to do that. And I think I'm finally am, but I don't know. It just feels like such a, it feels like breaking up with the good guy. You know how hard that is? And Trader Joe's is just filled with good guys. And I like, like looking at new things. And I think I like Trader Joe's, even when something is, um, out of stock. I just like that. You reach the bottom of the page. And something about online shopping sometimes, the endless scrolling, I'll see something and I'll be like, hmm, I wonder if I can find this cheaper. And that's what I was scared of with Instacart. But you know what? I should try it, girly, because at the end of the day, I eat the same shit all the frit the hell. You do. And then, and then with the whole, if I can find it cheaper, it gives you multiple grocery stores. Oh. So it's not like you just have to buy it by one, from one place. And I just found out that Costco's on Instacart. Listen, girl. Damn, Instacart, you trying to sponsor this pod or what? Word. Mm. <laughs> okay, we are getting to the end, my dears. Another one. 
I had put when it comes to the existential forms of looking at time as it pertains to aging. One life hack is you can listen to a past episode called When Getting Older Feels Like a Loss from this podcast. You can listen to that. It's called The Age Game specifically. When Getting Older Feels Like a Loss. I'll put it in the show notes as well. Um, but also making a list of folks who got greater later. Mm. You know what I mean? Like folks who you'd even know existed until they were well into their adulthood. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking about Viola Davis. I'm thinking about Bevy Smith, who has a book called It Gets Greater Later. I'm thinking about Eckhart Tolle. I'm even thinking about 2 Chains. <laughs> Remember, 2 Chains was originally in a duo player circle that was signed to um, Luda's Joint. DTP, Disturbing the Peace. You know what I mean? That's when he was known as Titty Boy. And then 2 Chains arrived when he was like 34. You know, that's when we hear like, I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. It's your mm -hmm. birthday. It's your like the superstar mm -hmm. didn't arrive until his 30s. And especially at that time, you know how hip hop is described by many as like a young man sport, even though I don't agree with that descriptor. But that's how a lot of people view it. And so 2 Chains really coming out while he's grown was a really freaking big deal. And he's currently 45 years old. So think Hove. Mm -hmm. Yes, we knew Hove, but even when Hove came out, Reasonable Doubt, he was still much older than a lot of folks. You know what I mean? Think about how young Nas was mm -hmm. with his debut and just Hove's existence and how much he's been able to create. The other day it was Beyonce's birthday. Beyonce is 42. And yes, she's been around for a long time. See which people you can identify that make you feel calmer, <laughs> excited. You know what I mean? In positive anticipation that reaffirm or maybe you're not at the point of reaffirming, but just help you to create a new belief system around aging. I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have those key. Elizabeth Gilbert. Oh, my gosh. My Angelina Jolie. Ava DuVernay. I am her adopted black child. Yeah. <laughs> All of these people. Or I'll, I'll, I'll really double down on this because I think this is something many of us can do immediately. And that is um, rereading your journal entries, mm. re-listening to, um, you know, uh, a lot of people do audio journaling mm -hmm. now, whatever, but wherever, or even like looking at, if you have your notebooks from when you were a youth, you know what I mean? Just like mm -hmm. in school, just witnessing that self and remembering how oftentimes we felt quote unquote old mm -hmm. <laughs> back then. And I think seeing so much of your progress, because what makes me I don't sometimes I feel I feel excited about getting older, but what makes me at peace of getting older is thinking about all the fruit of all my labor exactly. that I will be able to feast on. Mm -hmm. And so looking at these journal entries makes it very clear all of the labor, you know what I mean? All of the cycles that I was able to cut, you know what I'm saying? Or just like seeing how my personality strengthened or how I shed things and how that has given me the space to be right now yeah. in a way that really not only serves myself, but, but serves others. So it's those, it's those freaking journal entries. Yeah. I love that. And I think in the process of that too, is also remembering that as we get um, older and you see it in old, you see it in old people too. Mm -hmm. um, but your capacity to love kind of expands as well too. Because the things that were blocking you from being able to love people properly, you've kind of worked through. Mm. So the people in your life can receive a better version, a higher quality of love from you. Mm. So I think that's something also to look forward to with age as well, mm. too. I love that. 
Thank you, Girdley. No problem, babe. I really, really enjoyed this time with you. Me too, babe. Mm. <laughs> and also to keep playing on that T word. Thank you very much, Girdley, for being a part of these six episodes of this new version of podcasting that I'm on and that you are shotgun with me with Glow in the Dark. It's really something special to witness us in so many different forms. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah it so really, it really is fun. And also to see like the through line, you know, of these 20 plus years and to have like our listeners and viewers be witness. So it's really, 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 really a honor. I love you. I love you too. It's such an honor mm-hmm. to be asked. Thank you. Thank you for having me yes. here. Yes. Thank pleasure. you guys. Absolutely, Gurdley, for listening, for being a part of our well-being hangout. We will be back soon in the new year and 2024. There will be a lot of goodies in the show notes. And then a lot of the extras, we'll be putting them on our Instagram. So thank you so much for your ears, your eyes, and your general attention. Bye, y'all. If this podcast has been a treat for you, please let us know. We're on IG at Glow in the Dark. That's G-L-O. But really, I want you to consider following or subscribing to the pod on your favorite app, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Yes, YouTube. That way you can get notifications whenever a new episode is born, which also helps us nurture the show. And if that feels right, go ahead with your generous self and leave us a rating and review. These are the love languages of podcasters, my friends. I'm just saying. And to end off on love, please know in this ever stimulating digital crazed modern world, your presence is ridiculously valued by us. This podcast is a light in our life and we hope it shines the same for you. Till next time.